Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Good afternoon. Happy May. Today's May 1st. Today is May 1st. The world, the month is, the year is flying by. So fast. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us uh, today. This is the last day of the week for us. Yes. And um, this is always a very uh, special one because, you know, a week goes by and, uh, you know, it, it does, it does get... Um, it's it's like a race, you know, and uh, tr reaching the end is always the best part. Um, and it's just the end of the week, so it's not like um, the most amazing thing. But for us, it's kind of like, wow, we get to look back at everything that God did this week. And, and we get to just really thank him and say, wow, God, you're amazing. You know, look at look at the the blessings, and um, you know, we should try to make that a habit every day, just to be able to look back and and count our blessings. Um, sometimes I think we lose sight of of our blessings, and we we focus on the things that that really um, bother us, that trouble us. But I think if we make it a habit to just kind of look back at the end of each day and say, "Man, God." You know, that could have gone really bad or I didn't expect this to go that way. I think it's it's a good habit to, to form. Um, but let's pray. Let's get into um, worshiping God. Lord, we thank you and we give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. Um, we thank you for the breath in our lungs. We thank you for the roofs over our heads. We thank you for everything that you've provided, Father God. We thank you even for the tough times that... Make us come back to you, and Father God, we pray that today, that we give you our all, that we don't miss any opportunity to just lay ourselves down. We pray that we would be laid down lovers of Christ, Father God, that before we focus on our families, before we focus on our jobs, before we focus on anything, that we focus on our relationship with you, Father God. I pray for each person that's viewing, Father God. I pray blessings, Father God. But most of all, Father God, we ask that your presence be here and, and captivate our environment, Lord. That all distractions die down, Father God. And we pray that we are able to just enter in, Father yes. God, and commune and dine with you, Father God. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.
wonderful to me You're wonderful to me There is no greater love There is no greater love There is no greater love The one who lay his life There is no greater love There is no greater love There is no greater love than you No one who lays life There is no greater love There is no greater love There is no greater love
one thing I decide And only this I see Just to dwell, dwell, dwell here forever This will be my posture And lay at your feet Just to dwell, dwell, dwell here forever And dearest Father Closest friend Most beautiful Most beautiful And dearest Father And closest friend Most beautiful
nothing left that we need All we need is you All we want is you We sing to you Matchless in every way, wonderful, 
Your presence. 
restless in every way Wonderful, beautiful, glorious Matchless in every way
Oh, he's so good. God's so good. Um, presence is, wow, just one moment in his presence changes everything. And God is so good. And this morning, as we were preparing, and during worship, I just felt such a peace and such a love. And we pray that the Father's love and his peace overflows in each one of your homes, in every family, in every situation, that his love and his peace overflows. And there's just such a sweetness and there's such a love and such a peace. I just keep feeling as we are worshiping, as we're worshiping this afternoon, and not just here, but in the spirit and in your home and in your families, and it's beautiful. And um, as we were preparing for this afternoon, we the God God showed me something, and we started um, eating a little bit better and started working out and kind of going on runs every week. And so I, years ago, I used to run at Roar Park in Bonita. And because I lived in Bonita with my parents and growing up, my dad and I would always run that course. But since all the parks um, are closed right now, they close the parking lots and um, you can't access the park, but you can still walk around um, the park. And so yesterday I was like, okay, I'm gonna go for a run. And I usually always have my starting point of running the course. Since high school, I always started by the library uh, near McDonald's and Vons. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Um, so I would always start there and I always ran a certain way and my finish line was always near the Arco on the corner. So yesterday as I was trying to find parking, they closed all the, the parking areas. So there's a dirt parking lot at the opposite end near like Sweetwater Road near the Starbucks in Bonita. So I went there, parked my car and I was kind of like, oh man, like this isn't usually where I start the course. And I'm so used to routine and I'm so used to having my running course a certain way. And as I was running, um, I finished um, the course and I was really excited and um, the Lord was ministering to me and he was saying that he's changing our starting point. He's, he's changing the starting line, that the course is the same. And yes, we're gonna finish in a different area. We might start in a different area. And our patterns, our routines, and the way that we've done things in the past and for years, that God is changing that. That God is changing where we're gonna start, where we're gonna park our cars. Things are changing how we even go to the grocery store um, nowadays. How school is happening, things are different. But God is saying the course is the same. There's still gonna be that uphill incline where you don't know if you're gonna make it up the hill sometimes. You're gonna, you know, there's times where you come down the hill and it seems like, oh great, uh, I'm gonna coast down the hill, I'm going faster. 
But then there's times where you turn the corner and you're just like, am I going to finish this course? And God just reminded me that on this course that we are, on this path that he's placed us on, things are going to change. Things are going to be different. It's not going to be the same. Our starting area is not going to be the same. And we've all experienced circumstances, circumstances that have failed our own expectations. There are times where the plan goes bad, or there's an unexpected call with bad news, or that person that couldn't come through. There's all these circumstances, unexpected things that are happening, and God just reminded me that lean on Him, trust in Him. Things are new. There's new ways of doing things. There's going to be a new normal, and He's just saying trust Him. Trust Him in everything. Trust Him when things don't make sense, and trust Him when things do make sense. And if there's anything or anyone, it's God. It's God that we put our trust in. And the scripture that God showed me as I was preparing and has even shown me this is Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. And it says, Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to the things of old. Look, I'm about to do something new. Even now it's coming. Don't you, do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. And it just reminded me that as we're running our course, as we're running this course with God, as God has placed us on this path, that even though things might look different, even though our starting point will be different, God is in control and we need to place our trust and our hope on and in God. And I just want to encourage you and encourage everyone that God's doing something new, church. God's doing something new in your life. God's doing new things in your life. God's restoring things. And God is making a way in the wilderness. God is making a way in your circumstances. God is making a way in every area of your life. And God wants the best for all of us. He wants the best for each and every one of us. And today we just encourage you to stay the course. Even if it doesn't look great, stay the course because God is always with you and he's never going to let you down. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to abandon you. He's always there and his promises are yes and amen. Do you want to add anything? You know, just... To add to add to the scenario, the same scenario that Priscilla was talking about, you know, um, I went running today with her, and and um, I'm super out of shape, <laughs> um, and um, it's it's coming to me now as as she was, you know, speaking about the race, speaking about the course, speaking about um, what it takes, you know, and starting at different places in life. Um, sometimes um, you have to start over sometimes the thing that you can't do though is look around you and let what's happening discourage you because as I was running or whatever you call it what I was doing (laughs) (laughs) uh, all I could do was see people already in shape and I was like man I, 
back in the day, I could have been running this six times without a problem. Um, and, and thankfully, I was able to like turn that into some kind of fuel, but not all the time. Uh, a lot of times, um, we get discouraged before we even start, you know? We look at ourselves and we say, well, I'm just not there right now. And, you know, the Bible talks about the, the race doesn't go to the swift, but those that endure. And, and it was really, um, really revealing to me as I reflect now how, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us don't even get to the course because we beat ourselves at the very start, before the start, before the starting line, we beat ourselves. And, and I'm relating this to the relationship that we have with Jesus because that's really what matters. The Bible even says, what good is being healthy physically if you have no relationship with God? And so that's my focus. Yes, I want to get back in shape and I want to be healthy and I want to live a long life. And But I can't allow myself to, to quit before I even start. That's the first step. Get there. Get to that course. Wake up in the morning. Wake up early and get to the course. Once you get there, there's still hills that you have to climb, not just physically. You know, you have to mentally get over the idea that I'm probably not going to be what I want to be right now. You're probably going to get home. I got home and I looked and I said, oh, I'm not, I don't have a six pack yet. What's going on? <laughs> you know, I ran three miles. What's, what is this? This doesn't work. No, <laughs> it's not about. You know, this is a process. And I'm, I laugh, I'm, I try to bring humor into it, but in reality, um, it's, a, it's a really scary thing because um, some people just don't get there. And some people, and then we talk about, you know, I, my father-in-law is a doctor and he's always on me and he's saying, you don't want diabetes and you need to watch what you eat. You don't want high blood pressure. You need to watch, you know, you need to take care of yourself. And and it, and it hits, you know, that nerve that you're like, ah, I know, I know, I know. Easier said than done. But it's very important for us to take care of ourselves. First of all, spiritually, before anything, before anything, take care of yourself spiritually. And, and we need people to, to encourage us. You know, um, I was at the end of the line. It was my father-in-law, which is, you know, he's, he's up there in age, but he's like a triathlete, you know? <laughs> um, and, and he can run circles around me. And then it was my wife, and then it was me. And, and I had to dig deep inside of me and see them in front of me as the goal. Paul says it to desire the spiritual gifts right? I desire to get where they're at. And, and it fueled me. It fueled my effort. And maybe you're not, uh, you know, at the top with God right now. Maybe you're not at the, the peak of your, of your uh, physical or of your spiritual walk. You're not at the, the very peak of it, but you have to get there. We have to get there. There's so much blessing when you can actually sit and see things from a spiritual perspective and, and just have, the, you know, we talk about peace and we talk about love and we talk about patience and kindness and all these amazing attributes of, of Christ, but it's a race. 
it's, it's a struggle. No one said it's going to be easy. James said, you know, you're blessed that you endure these trials. You're blessed to have these problems. Man, that's hard to swallow. That's hard to swallow. But if we see it as a blessing and we run the race, whatever pace we're at, I don't have to, to push myself and hurt myself to get to her pace or my father-in-law's pace. I need to run the race that God has called me to run. You need to run the race that God has called you to run. Because in that we find purpose. In that we find our calling. In that we see the church actually evolve from whatever it is right now to what God wants it to be. And the more that we strive to have that spiritual excellence with Christ the more we'll begin to see those blessings and healings and miracles and things like, because we're, we're actually one with the Father at that point. We're all unique. We all have our, our own purpose in this life. I am not the preacher. I don't do good at it. I, I love being, actually, I love being the sound guy if I could. If I could be in a room and just kind of press buttons and mess with people's voices, I would love that. But I have to do what God has called me to do. And... At times, it's lead worship. At times, I, they tell me that I have to preach. And I, and I have to do it whether I feel comfortable with it or not. There's times where you just have to sit. There's times where you have to wait. There's times where you have to walk. There's times where you have to run. At the end of the day, run the race. It's the most important and beneficial thing you can do in life. Um, and that's really all that I see. Don't allow the circumstances around you to defeat you. Because our God has made us victorious. Amen. And it's not going to look like that six-pack right after I run. No. And I might never get a six-pack. The way that I eat, I'm probably never going to get a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, I have to strive for that spiritual and physical excellence. Amen. So be encouraged by it. Don't let the enemy beat you. Never. Never. He has no power over the children of God. He has all the power in the world. I'll put a period there because he has, he's been given this world. He's been given the earth. And he says, it's yours. God told him, it's yours. You're the prince of the air. It's yours. But you can't touch my children. So are you a child of God? We sing that, I am a child of God. It's not a song. Are you a child of God? Are your children children of God? Are your is your mom, your dad, your uncle, whoever, are they children of God? If not, it's not going to go good. If you are, you're going to be protected. You're going to be safe. So, you know, run the race. Run the race. That's all I could say. I'm trying to run my race. I hope she's trying to run her race. I hope you're trying to run your race. Um, I'm, we can't compete with each other, you know, you all can probably run circles around me. That's okay. But I need to run my race. Amen. Amen. Why don't we just pray? Um, I love it. Prayers come.